I'd like to invite you to do a quick thought experiment. When you hear today's gospel parable, or when we hear it, with which characters uh, do I identify? Which character do we feel close to? Do I react as if I were among those who worked all day? Or am I one of those who was idling around at the 11th hour and got a full day's wage for an hour of work? Uh, I'll just speak for myself. Most days, if I'm honest, I want to put myself among those hard workers and that this is a parable warning me not to complain too much about God's generosity to those who repent at the last moment. The parable chafes against cherished American models of behavior and industriousness. Many of us want to be known as hard workers and, perhaps more importantly, as self-sufficient. And that observation in itself ought to give us pause, because even those who worked a full day are dependent on the owner of the vineyard for employment. They don't have their own vineyards. I'd be tempted to compare the owner to a modern-day capitalist inasmuch as he owns the means of production and then employs others. However, there's one thing about this that doesn't quite fit. His actions in recruiting and paying his workers is not motivated by profits. He seems more interested in the persons involved. He's the only one who asks these last laborers about their situation. I've often wondered what the other workers, if uh, after those ones that got hired at noon, went back and said, hey, you should talk to this guy. He's got, he's got work to do. But instead, they just kind of sneak off and let the other ones come in and wait. Um, we don't see the workers helping each other out. The vineyard owner, however, asks, you know, what's up? Why are you standing here all day? And he invites them to say something about themselves. And it's interesting to note that when he invites them to do this, they don't. They don't say anything about themselves. They deflect the question. And they suggest that the unemployment issue is the responsibility of the employers and not the workers. Uh, but clearly, the vineyard owner didn't find them earlier in the day. I mean, we get the sense that as he's going out, he's bringing in everybody he can find each time. So where were they? We know well today that prospective employees are likely to hide information from interviewers, information that might compromise their ability to make a good impression and get hired. Uh, for example, uh, one issue that has been getting a lot of coverage of late, young women might find it or might find themselves steering around questions aimed at determining whether they intend to start a family soon. Others might conceal the fact that they are primary caregivers for a family member and that these responsibilities might occasionally require them to take a half day away from work. Perhaps these latecomers uh, couldn't get there until 5 o'clock because they have a sick child. Perhaps they had to bury a parent earlier in the day. And revealing this kind of information might seem imprudent since the owner of the vineyard might take this sort of information as an indication that, well, they can't be counted on just now. I've got to find some other people who can do a full day's work. 
It's noteworthy that when he goes out and hires the laborers at the third hour, at nine in the morning, the landowner says, I'm going to pay you a wage that is just. Catholic doctrine has much to say about the idea of a just wage. And uh, frankly, a lot of it causes consternation in a capitalist environment like the United States because it seems anything but just, precisely because we have tended to look at work as a commodity rather than work as a purposeful activity of human persons, dignified human persons. And by reversing this priority, we end up treating the persons themselves like commodities a lot of the time. And in fact, we often uh, use depersonalized words with a materialist inflection, words like workforce, indicating a commodification of what is human. And the owner pays each one of his workers a full day's wage, what he needs to live on for a day, right? And uh, this assumes that, as Catholic doctrine affirms, a just wage is one that allows the average labor a reasonable living standard, support for his or her family, security in case of accidents or illness, etc. And those workers who are not around earlier in the day, had they been paid an hourly wage for only for what they worked, they might find themselves in trouble sooner or later and unable to support themselves. And perhaps, indeed, they're telling the truth when they say other landowners didn't want to hire them for some reason, right? We all know, again, how often uh, businesses today are very tempted to cut corners. It's a very competitive sort of culture we have. And, uh, you know, some of the first things to go are extra employees, wages, benefits, all that stuff, right? And that's to maximize profit in a competitive environment. And I, I need to say, you know, I'm, I'm giving you church teachings. I'm not giving any policy recommendations. What we're talking about is a complete change in culture, starting with the hearts of each one of us, right? It's not something we can just change a couple of policies and fix this mindset of commodification. So perhaps, again, these workers really did go looking for work and were turned away. And, and again, if you're like me, and, uh, you know, I studied economics once upon a time, and I was a free market guy, and in large part I still am. Aren't they going to abuse this situation? You know, aren't the workers going to figure out, oh yeah, this guy's giving you a full day's wage for only an hour, go work for him. Show up at five, <laughs> right? Um, maybe, it's possible. Uh, wouldn't be me though, you know, I wouldn't do that. It'd be some other freeloader who's going to do that. And uh, if I did do it, I would have a good reason. Again, I would point out that ultimately, if we are in the story, the day-long workers, you know, if we're the ones who are working all day and others come later and they get the same amount that we got, uh, the problem is, is God's concern and not ours, you know, if God's going to be generous to them. And I wanted to begin and, and emphasize some points about Catholic social doctrine today because these are quite pressing in the world right now. Uh, some estimates put unemployment of men under 30 in our country, around 30 percent, as the official numbers are like five or six or something. But those are only the people who actually, you know, go and get unemployment benefits. Uh, there are all kinds of people who simply aren't working today. We all know that. And in some populations, it's even higher in inner cities, for example, right? 
Uh, so this, this is a real issue for us as Catholics. Many Americans have been discouraged from working, and this situation is an affront to human dignity. And as such, it is not compatible with God's plan for homo faber, man the skilled laborer. But we also know that this parable really, in the end, is about the kingdom of God. That's why our Lord tells it. It's not just about wages and working conditions. The reward of us saying yes to God, whether it's at the beginning of the day or at the end of the day, the reward is the gift of the Holy Spirit, the gift of communion with God, forgiveness of sins, working with God, knowing God. And God's infinite resources pale, or our, our resources pale before God's infinite resources. We don't add value to his project, you know. Whatever we add is, is really for ourselves and not, not for God. It's his project of redemption and recreation. In some ways, working for God is its own reward if we really know God's gift, if we really want to be friends with God, if we really listen and allow ourselves to be led by the Holy Spirit. And let us say, too, that uh, just as each worker needs a just wage, each of us needs God's mercy. And God is not sparing with his mercy, whether we turn to him now or, or next week. And God's mercy, if he gives it in, in portions, it's not really God's mercy. You know, he gives it in fullness. And so let us ask this morning that God will open our eyes to this harvest that he is always bringing to maturity and that each of us may be ready to respond at any time to his summons to work for his kingdom. And let us not begrudge those who join us later on at a later hour, but rather with the angels and saints in heaven rejoice over anyone who repents, knowing that our portion of mercy is not lessened by God's generosity.